0: And Dave conversation crack and the music you
1: love today fm it all happens here today FM. our next guest is about to say hello he's one of the country's most beloved musicians and holds the coveted title of the biggest selling album ever in Ireland that album being white ladder earlier this year he played 3 sold out shows at the 3 arena in Dublin which were all recorded and feature as part of a new documentary for sky arts Please welcome to the show, on Today FM, the Grammy-nominated Mr. David Gray. How are you? How's it going over in the Emerald Isle? Well, we're, we're missing you.
0: Yeah, well, I was there not long ago now. Come on. That's I know. I, true, I'll, I'll, be back, I'll be back soon, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, we
2: miss you all the time. Look, the documentary that's coming out is focused on White Ladder, the album, the success of it, but particularly the success of it in Ireland, because it was kind of just, you know, it wasn't born here, but it seemed to grow up here.
0: Big time. I mean, that's where the first seeds were sown. It's the very first tour of White Ladder, uh, November 1998, first gig in Sligo. Even from that very first show, uh, I think just hearing the reaction to like Sail Away, Babylon, Please Forgive Me, those songs. It was just immediate. Not everyone even heard the record at that point. You could see that there was something happening. So we built from there and it just got bigger and bigger. And uh, yeah, it was Ireland that, that really gave us the platform to go on and do things in the rest of the world, I guess.
1: Yeah, and there was a misconception at the time that this was your debut album, but you'd already had two albums before that and you'd, you'd had record deals. Where was your head at when you were actually sitting down to write white ladder in terms of your own confidence uh, in your creativity and just in general where, where, where were you at in your mind before that album came out
0: yeah in the making of the record i think i was kind of it was like a do or die moment you know i think you've had three goes i had three albums out and hadn't really made any headway apart from building up a bit of a following in ireland but no particular record sales of note I'd kind of gone through the sort of soul searching bit and this White Ladder is the, literally the sound of me trying in a very open-hearted way to do something that I could be proud of. I didn't think I'd made a record that really did me justice completely. Uh, so th- this, that's, that's where my head was at. I was just doing my best, but in a very open-hearted way and, and letting Clune in and Yestin, who then came in and sort of produced the record, It was very much a team effort, perhaps the most kind of collaborative record I've ever made in some ways.
1: And I think the documentary captures well that momentum once things actually really started to move, particularly here in Ireland. And, you know, the things that, as you say, you know, there was no big budget for marketing. The things that you had to do. Here's a clip of you talking about how you managed to get Physical CDs into people's hands in a world before streaming. When they ran
0: out before Christmas that year, my manager was away and I had to go around to his house and he had them stacked up, uh, thousands of, of White Ladder CDs in his hall. And someone let me in and I had to load them into the back of my Golf and uh, collapse all the seats, take like 2,500 copies of White Ladder to the airport, to the freight department where um, I met this guy with this sort of forklift to basically put them on a pallet and that was it they were going to Ireland
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, th- those are different days loading two and a half thousand CDs into a car and getting them shipped across to Ireland but looking back on those things now based on the, how the the industry is today like do you think white ladder could be made in 2022?
0: Good question. I don't know what the answer to that is. I think I think a record like White Ladder can always be made, but whether it would succeed in quite the same fashion or how it would be born in this world of sort of busy thumbs and, you know, and sort of sharing. That, that. So you could definitely make that record, but whether it would be born into the world in the way that that one was. I mean, we didn't have a cat in health chance of having success. It, it was against all odds. You know, as you say, there was no budget. There was no this. It was just the record had a certain magic and we were going to give it absolutely every drop of energy to give it a chance in this world.
1: David, there's lovely bits in the documentary of you watching yourself because there was absolutely. an original documentary that your pal made back around that time of the around the making yeah. of White Ladder. So the current documentary shows you um, looking at that uh, pieces of though and reacting to pieces that original documentary and of course yourself 20 years ago. So what did you think of? that David Gray 20 years ago because he was a real believer and he was brazen to a point. Here's a clip where he refers to the not letting go of the the momentum that you were feeling at the time.
0: What we've built here is really enduring because of the way it's been built. It's never been hyped or created. It's created itself. People have made it. It's like what Rob's thing that he read in The Thought of the Day, whatever, in The Independent yesterday. Many of life's failures are caused from reining in your horse when it's already started leaping. So uh, we don't want to stop our leaping horse.
1: The the determination can be heard there in younger David Gray. What's your opinion of him looking back 20 years later?
0: Well, the thing about looking back at the original documentary, there's a cutoff point when, you know, when fame and success and just the sheer scale of everything overtook us somewhat. And that would be about the summer of 2000 when it became like a global thing. And we were suddenly going from pillar to post and we'd had a hit in the UK. We'd had number one records in Ireland. We played massive festivals. We were starting to think we were the thing that we were, if you know what I mean. But when I look back at that original documentary, it's still very innocent and very rough around the edges. And there's no airs or graces or there's no pretense about it. I love watching that stuff. It's when the sort of sheen fell over everything about six months further on that I get uncomfortable when I've got a slightly sort of bouffant, um, <laughs> leech blonde hairdo that's sort of starting to grow and, you know, the clothes are getting a little bit posher uh, and, and we're all starting to look a little bit sure of ourselves. It's like a weird sort of adolescence fame and it's not, it's not the nice thing to sort of reflect on your, the way you were when you went through that weird vortex of... of of suddenly thinking you're important. And My children have managed to kick that out of me in the last 20 years. So <laughs> uh, it, it's, looking back on that documentary, I really enjoyed it. It's still so innocent.
2: Talking about, like, you know, who's listened to you now and who's coming to see you now, you would think... That your core audience would be the audience from that era And obviously they're, they're still there and still going to see you now But our call here who works on the show Is a young man who probably would have been a ch- Well, he would, have probably, probably would have, he would have absolutely been a child When White Ladder came out He would not have been at the Point Depot in 1999 <laughs> to see you But he did what travel were, to see you What
1: age were you in 1999, Cahill? I was five Five <laughs> years
2: old he was then But David, you are the only celebrity he has ever DM'd on Instagram. And unfortunately, you didn't reply. (laughs) So I think if it's okay with you, I'd like Carl to read his message to you now and give you context to it. And could you respond live to it? Carl? when did you send this message to David? Uh, So, uh, hello, David Gray. How are you? Hello there. How are you? So I went over to see your show in Leeds in May. So I wasn't one of the Irish people that... Went to the Tree Arena you this year You to see it I went over to Leeds to see it I wanted to make a, a yeah. big weekend of it And yeah So anyway I was overcome with emotion White Ladder means a lot to me uh, I love the lyrics And I was just overcome with emotion After that gig And I've never wrote to any <laughs> Any person That I find Cool
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> my friends But anyway David I wrote to you And I said Uh <laughs> Read it out there go go on word for word go on so cringy You have his attention said, now David I said thanks for a magic night I traveled over from Ireland to see ya bucket list stuff Oh, bucket list And uh, I'm, still, I'm still waiting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, I don't really do any personal responses because if I do, it would never end, and that would be the, re- the end of my recording career. I'd just be answering <laughs> messages. So that's the way I see it. So thank you for your message, and I'm glad you had a great night. You know, the tour was amazing everywhere it touched down. There was some magic in the air. I, the, the sort of history that that record has for people... Uh, It it led to sort of a stupendous atmosphere being generated everywhere where people, it's not just what we're doing on stage, it's what people are bringing to it. So it it had a sort of supercharge. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad you had a good time. You know, it seems that gig seems a long time ago now. I've been rattling around ever since playing shows all over the place. So it's um, it's it's nice to reflect that it hit the spot. Yeah,
1: totally. Mm. Well, thank you. What you've done is incredible in terms of White Ladder being the biggest selling album ever in Ireland. You know, and we're talking like more than Joshua Trees here, you know, which is just a wonderful achievement. And when I was watching the documentary, you know, I really, I was thinking about, you know, what was it about that album that broke all the records? And why did people latch on to it? Irish people in particular? And I think it's because, There's an authenticity about you and the lyrics and the way the album was written and the way that it travelled around the country. I wonder, what do you think are the reasons why you're so popular here?
0: I'm not going to be able to make any more sense of it uh, than you can, really. Uh, All those things, I think there's this kind of, I've got a kind of salt of the earth kind of approach to playing gigs or, you know, certainly did back in those days. And I um, just sort of hit it off. Uh, it's really hard to come up with a reason why that happened. Uh, but I, I know that, yeah, there's there's a massive connection between me and the Irish audience. And, you know, uh, we've seen the whites of each other's eyes often enough. It's not something that's going to evaporate. It's going to be there forever.
2: Wow, well, people can relive all of the magic of White Ladder in this amazing new documentary. It's called White Ladder from then till now. Uh, It is on Sky Arts tomorrow, so wherever you get your Sky Arts, you'll be able to watch that. David Gray, it's a pleasure to always catch up with you. Thank you so much for talking to us, and congratulations on the documentary.
0: Thank okay, you. All I had to do was, you know, talk a bit. So the documentary was no great achievement. But uh, th- thanks very much, guys, and
1: thanks for your support. Uh, well, thank you for, uh, you know, over 20 years of brilliant music. No problem. Yes. and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m. Today.